I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome to Breaking Down Bad Books, a podcast analysing trashy bestsellers from a literary perspective. And today we're looking at chapter two of 365 Days. So where we left off... We met this guy, Massimo, who was in a coma a few years ago and he had this vision of a girl and he struggles to get off unless he's visualizing this person. And now he's seen her in an airport in Sicily and he's like, oh, better kidnap her then. (laughs) So then we meet Laura, who hates Italians, but she's on a holiday in Italy because that makes sense. And she's also not a huge fan of Martin, her tattooed, bald boyfriend. So they had a little fight and she stormed off. And then the last chapter ends with lights approaching the car. And I was thinking, yep, she's going to get kidnapped. And I guess Blanca just thought we'd all, you know, realize that she's about to get kidnapped and not want to actually hear about her getting kidnapped because we open this chapter with her opening her eyes and it's night and she looks around. She doesn't know where she is. (laughs) So she got kidnapped. And yeah, we're just not going to fill in those gaps. She's got a sore head. She can't see outside the window. I mean, she can't get up out of the bed because her head's too heavy and she just falls back to sleep. And then she wakes up again and it might be the next night. Who knows? And she has the bright idea to turn the lamp on and she realizes that she's in an old house opposite the bed. There's a fireplace. (laughs) She says the room was comfortable, classy, and very Italian. Bitch, you've just been kidnapped and you're saying that the room that you've been held in is classy and comfortable. And then she hears the words, so good to see you awake. And she freezes and her heart stops. And she turns around and she sees a young Italian and she can tell he's a local because just like 70%... (laughs) And she can tell that he's a local because just like 70% of Italians, he wasn't tall. (laughs) Like why? Why does she feel the need to tell us that Italian people aren't tall? And she says he has long, dark hair that falls over his shoulders, delicate facial features, and very large lips. A beautiful boy, you might say. (laughs) You might say that he's a beautiful boy. Like, this woman just got kidnapped. Why is she narrating this like she's just on a pleasant Sunday stroll? But she finally perks up and she says, where am I? Why am I here? And he says, hey, why don't you go and refresh yourself? I'll, I'll be back for you and you'll learn everything then. And then he walks out. And she tells us that she's scared witless. But... But obviously she's not because she just opens up the door to the bathroom and, oh, and it's a beautiful, spectacular bathroom. And she just has a shower. Like if I was kidnapped and I woke up and they said, refresh yourself, I I probably wouldn't. 
She even looks in the mirror and she thinks she looks incredibly good. Her skin was tanned brown and she appeared well rested because the bags under her eyes had vanished. So she has a shower and then gets dressed in a fluffy white bathrobe. So she's not stressed out at all, is she? So then the young, beautiful boy Italian, he comes and collects her and they go down a corridor and he leads her to a library. Then there's an, I guess, another person in there because (laughs) she hears a man's, oh, there's a balcony attached to the library. She hears a man who's on the balcony say, please have a seat. You didn't react well to the sleeping pills. I had no idea you had a heart condition. And either did I, that's the first I'm hearing of a heart condition. And then he says, have a seat, Laura. I will have to use force if you don't comply. I will not ask again. And she is pretty shocked. I mean, she is in a bathrobe and had just had a nice, lovely shower, but she's pretty shocked. And she sort of like collapses a little, getting pretty dizzy. So he comes across, puts her in an armchair and puts an ice cube in her mouth and says, suck it. You've been asleep for nearly two days. The doctor gave you an IV so you didn't dehydrate, but you may feel thirsty and dizzy. So there's a doctor out there who's complicit in all of this. Like, I'm sure that goes against the Hippocratic Oath, you know, the whole do no harm thing, but yet he's just aiding and abetting this kidnapper. And so then she opens her eyes to look at who's talking and oh my God, it's the same man from the hotel and the restaurant and the airport. Well, like, yeah. And then she describes his black suit and black shirt with the top button undone. Very elegant. And I was like, very elegant. He just kidnapped you and you're complimenting his ensemble. But then she does scream at him and she slaps him. So good for Laura, happy for Laura. So then he says to her, you're so disobedient, Laura. I have difficulty believing you're not Italian. (laughs) So maybe it's not Laura that hates Italians, it's Blanca. Blanca has such a low opinion of Italians. So then the beautiful boy comes in and he says, Don Massimo. And she starts referring to Massimo as the man in black. She says the man in black walked over, shot him a warning glance. They spoke in Italian and she's thinking, ah, Don, that's what they call mob bosses in the Godfather. And so she's like, ah, it's a mafia thing. And so then Don Massimo says, I imagine you'd like some kind of explanation. Nevertheless, I don't know how you'll react to what I'm going to say. Better have a drink first. And then he pours two glasses of champagne and and gives her a glass of champagne. It's like, bitch has just been asleep for two days. She's been on an IV drip. Maybe get her some toast and a cup of tea and let her refuel before you're giving her a glass of champagne. And the idiot starts drinking it. Like he's already put pills in your drink before. And now you're just like, oh, let's, let's hear what Don Massimo's got to say. In the meantime, I'll have a glass of Prosecco. Like, hun, he drugged you and kidnapped you. So he says, a few years ago, I had an accident. I was shot. And as I lay dying, I saw, and then he trails off. <laughs> and he walks to the fireplace and sighs. And he says, look, what I'm about to tell you will be hard to believe. But before I saw you at the airport, I never hoped to meet you in person. Which, which is confusing. Before I saw you, I never hoped to meet you in person. And then he says, please look up at the painting over the fireplace. And so she looks up and there's this portrait of a woman with her face. So she's so shocked. She downs the rest of her glass of champagne. And then she pours herself another. And I was like, you're going to be knocked out in a second. You got nothing in your stomach. So then he says he woke up from his coma. And as soon as he could communicate... He called in an artist to paint the woman he saw in his dreams and the artist painted her. And she narrates, that couldn't be disputed. It was me in the painting, but how is that possible? And I, uh, I, that's a lot for me to accept. 
I have to accept the fact that he had a vision of her in his coma. And then he was able to communicate that vision that he had in his head to a, to a painter, like a police sketch artist. He just described all the features. And so then this person, this painter nailed it. They just got it right straight away. Like, oh yeah, unmistakably that's her. I don't know. I just feel like that's a stretch. And Massimo says, I looked for you everywhere. Deep down, I knew someday you'd show up. Uh, So he just assumed that the person he saw in his vision was a real person? I mean, I don't know. I've never been in a coma. But I feel like if I was in a coma and I had a vision of a person, I'd be like, that's not a real person. I I don't know. So then he tells her that he owns the hotel she's staying at. He owned the bar that they went to. And he says, you must be mine too. And she snaps and she says, I'm not anyone's property. I'm not a thing to own. And you can't just have me. And I was like, snap, snap, snap. Way to go, Laura. It was a very Skylar sisters. We hold these truths to be self-evident moment for me. And I was just so happy for her. Girl power and all that. But I know that's not going to last for long. So he says, yeah, I know I can't just kidnap you. and expect you to come along with me. But that's why I'll give you a chance to fall in love with me and stay with me of your own volition. And she's like, I have a boyfriend who will look for me. I have family, I have friends, I have a life. So then Massimo goes to the other end of the room and he gets out two envelopes. And then he comes close enough to her for her to smell his scent. And she says it's an overpowering mix of money, power and warm spiced perfume. I don't know if power and money have a smell. I don't know about that. So she snatches one of the envelopes, she rips it open, and there's photos of Martin fucking another woman. She said, they had been snapped secretly, but there was no doubt they showed my boyfriend. Ah, they've they've been snapped secretly. So he didn't do a photo shoot. He's not a porn star. And he says, let me explain. And she says, you know what? Fuck off and die. (laughs) Which is just wonderful. And then she tries to run for the door and he pulls her ankle and like, she topples over and then he's yanking and grabbing at her wrists. And she says, let me go, you fucker. And he's shaking her and trying to stop her from fighting. And then his gun slips off from his belt and falls onto the floor. And the bathrobe she had been wearing had rolled upward, revealing a lot. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So she was half naked, she said, but I don't think she was wearing underwear. So I, I, I think she's quite naked. So then Massimo's mouth gets close to her mouth and he's sniffing her. And then his lips touch her cheek and trail a line across it. And he whispers, I will not do anything without your consent and willingness. Even though he, he just kissed her on the cheek. Um, and also he's, he's kidnapped her and he's, <laughs> he's locked her up without a consent. Gave her some secret pills, knocked her out for two days. But no, he's not going to do anything without her consent. Uh, okay. Um, that's not what consent is. He says, I'll wait for you to want me, to need me and to come to me out of your own will, which doesn't mean that I don't want to enter you deep and stifle your screams with my tongue. Now that's a mixed message, isn't it? And the words caused a wave of heat to ripple through her entire body. Maybe that's just the effects of the alcohol because you're on an empty stomach and you just had two whole glasses of champagne. And meanwhile, she says she can feel each of his perfectly toned muscles beneath his skin. Like this guy just kidnapped you. You don't need to keep complimenting his body and his smell. And he slids his left knee, which was locked between her legs, higher. Well, I don't know. I could guess of against her vagina or something because she's moaning and stifling a scream and then her back's arching and she says my body only reacted this way when I was aroused despite Massimo's aggression that was exactly how I felt she's aroused he said I'm gonna keep you here hostage until you love me and she's aroused so then she's like all right I'll be good so he gets off her and he says okay about these photos And he says, on your birthday, I witnessed a quarrel between you and your man at the pool. And when you left and he didn't follow you, I knew he wasn't worthy of you. And he says, I knew he wouldn't grieve for you for too long. When you disappeared, your friends went to lunch as if nothing happened. So that's when my people took your things from your room and left a letter in which you wrote to Martin that you're leaving him and returning to Poland. (laughs) And then he says that evening that her friends left the hotel dressed fashionably and in a great mood. Then they went to a club that he owned and they drank and had fun, and Martin took an interest in one of the dancers. And then the pictures speak for themselves. And she's like, in disbelief. She's like, my whole life has been turned upside down. And she's like, fully taking this on board and just believing every word that he says. She's like, oh, that sounds like my friends. That must be it. It's just a completely bonkers scenario. And I mean, if if Martin did cheat on her after she broke up with him, to his knowledge, she broke up with him. Well... I mean, is it that bad for him to rebound super quick? Like maybe he should have had a grace period, but can you blame the guy? Because you apparently packed up and left. He, he's not to know that you got kidnapped. I mean, I'm kind of on Martin's side here. Is that bad? I mean, I'm on Laura's side. She's the one that got kidnapped. But from Martin's perspective, eh, so he had sex with a stripper at a club. Like, I mean, it happens. It, it is a bit cheeky for like him and Michelle to go out and go clubbing after she's left. But I mean, they're on holiday. They're on vacay. Like you can mourn when you get back to Poland. And Laura says, I want to go back to Poland. Please let me go home. And Massimo's like, mm, uh, you know what? That's not going to be possible. And I mean, yes, it is possible. You could just let her leave. But he says, 
During the next 365 days, I want you to sacrifice a year for me. I will do everything in my power to make you fall in love with me. If I fail by your next birthday, I will set you free. This isn't a proposal. I'm telling you what's going to happen. I will not touch you or do anything you don't want. I will not rape you because you're my angel. I want to show you all the respect in the world. (laughs) This is a very long speech. Everything in my residence will be at your disposal. You'll be able to access all my property. I will not keep you locked up. But there will be bodyguards keeping an eye on you, just so you know. And he's just laying it all out what the next 365 days are going to be like. But I'm thinking, hang on a tick. Her birthday was two days ago. And he's saying, I'm going to give you to your next birthday to decide whether you want to be with me or not. So that's 363 days away. So it's, he's not really given her 365 days. He's given her 363 days. So why is this book not named 363? Hmm? I mean, it's just simple maths, Blanca. The whole, the whole point of the book is that he's given her a full year to decide. And it's not even a full year. She's been robbed of two days. I mean, it's bullshit. And she's like, ah... Uh, Slow your roll, Massimo. She's like, do you think my parents aren't going to look for me? Do you think I'm just going to sit here and do whatever you tell me to do? So then Massimo passes her the other envelope and there are more photos, but these are photos of her family, like her mum, her dad, her brother taken in their house and through the bedroom window as they slept, which is freaking creepy. And she's like, what's this supposed to mean? It means he's got guys watching your family. And he tells her, this is my insurance policy. I know where your family live. You're not going to risk their safety. So you're going to do what I'm telling you. I'm not going to touch you without your consent, but I will threaten the life of your loved ones in order to coerce you into doing what I want you to do. But, 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 but I respect your consent. Massimo, please. He says this way by threatening the lives of her family. He doesn't have to keep an eye on her the whole 363 days because she won't want to do anything to get her family killed. And she's thinking, hmm, that's not going to work for me. So she notices that Massimo's gun, Chekhov's gun, is still in the middle of the the living room. So, well, no, it's a library. And so she lunges for it and she snatches the gun and she's like, I might kill him. And he's just like, oh, calm down, Laura. (laughs) What do you mean calm down? She's been kidnapped. She's well within her rights to grab a gun and try and shoot her captor. And props to her, she she shuts her eyes and pulls the trigger. And I'm like, yay, go Laura. But nothing happens. And Mario jumps on her and gets the gun off of her. And he says, you have to flick off the safety first. You want to kill me? Think it's so easy? As if nobody tried before you. And I was like, yeah, you already told us that you were shot. <laughs> but yeah, okay. And then he sighs <laughs> and threw her a cold and furious glance. He's like, Ugh, you're trying to kill me. What? What did I ever do to you? And so then he calls out for Domenico and he says, take Laura to her room, but keep the door unlocked. I will not keep you here against your will. (laughs) Uh, Well, mm, you kind of are, dude. And so Domenico's like, all right, let's go. So Domenico leads her to a bedroom. She goes inside. She checks that the door isn't locked, but she's like, hmm, but maybe I don't want to escape because of, you know, the threat against the life of her family. And she cries and she cries and she cries and then falls asleep. And then she wakes up and she's still wearing her bathrobe, but she hears voices out in the garden. And she thinks, hmm, I'm going to do some investigating because she's just very inquisitive. She hears hushed Italian voices and she's like, I'm going to go follow the sound of it, even though she can't speak Italian. 
So then she's walking around. She's saying the house was dark and calm. And clearly it's not calm if you got woken up by the sound of voices, but okay. And she gets a bit lost, but she follows the sound of the voices because, wow, the voices must really be carrying. So she goes into a room. She looks out the window and she can see Massimo and a group of people. And there's a man kneeling before them, shouting something in Italian, just shouting on this calm night. And she says the man on his knees was staring wide-eyed at the man in black, which is Massimo. She knows his name. Call him Massimo, but she's calling him the man in black. But anyway, Massimo says something and shoots the guy in the head, so that's fun. And so she yelps. Massimo notices her, and she sees darkness in her stomach cramps, signalling the inevitable release of the champagne I had drunk earlier. So she pissed herself, and she passes out from the fear. And then she wakes up again because Massimo's saying, Breathe, Laura. And she's like, ah, I bet that's Massimo. And then he opens her mouth with one hand and slid a pill under her tongue. And he says, don't be afraid, darling girl. It's heart medicine. The doctor left it in case of such a situation. What is this heart condition that she has? Are we ever going to get filled in? How does Massimo know about it, by the way? So he drugs a bitch and then a doctor's just handily there to give her an IV drip and, and be on his merry way. But he, but he notices she's got a heart condition. So he's got her heart medicine and now he's just given her a pill saying it's for heart medicine. And she's like, mm, all right. And she's just taking whatever pills this kidnapper gives her. And then she says a while later, her breathing went back to normal. Oxygen finally got into my lungs and she sank into the sheets and fell into a deep sleep. So I think it might've also been a sleeping pill because if I see a guy get executed in the garden, I'm probably not going to fall asleep straight away. Don't think I am. And she had just slept for two whole days or three. Three whole days straight. Who knows? It's been four whole days out of the 365 days. And that's the end of the chapter. So it was a much shorter chapter than the last one. Inexplicably, we didn't get the kidnapping scene. I I can't get over that. Inexplicable. But now she's kidnapped. She knows the lay of the land. We know of the lay of the land. She's got 360-ish days (laughs) to fall in love with him. And he's a cold blood killer. So... What a sexy little situation we've got ourselves in, guys. Do you have any thoughts? Let me know. Is chapter two better than chapter one? I mean, hit me up. You can contact me on Twitter, Instagram, breakingdownbadbooks.com for all the links and stuff. And I'll see you next week for chapter three. Ooh. I predict she will have another shower because she just pissed herself and pissed over her bathrobe. And maybe she'll get some clothes. That could be fun. Let's see. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.